0: With COVID 19 ravaging the economies of Europe, private equity players may have endured national lockdowns, but they were by no means locked out of doing business. 2020 saw GPs adapt to digital due diligence, protect portfolios in peril, and shift sector strategies. Today, we'll review the UK's 2020 and get a preview for 2021 on this episode of the Unquote Private Equity podcast.
1: Most market players will be happy to see the back of 2020, regardless of how well they've done on the deal-making and fundraising sides, and no doubt welcome a return to normality that is now in sight as vaccines start rolling out. Uncle has spent much of November canvassing the views of deal-doers, LPs and advisors across Europe and crunching the numbers, of course. The full picture of COVID-19's impact on private equity activity will become clearer when final numbers can be tallied up in early 2021. But the early figures highlight how a 2008-style meltdown was averted. Overall deal volume is down only 13% year-on-year at the time of writing, um, with aggregate value down by a quarter. So astonishingly, 2020 will by no means be the quietest investment year in the past decade. And with European players closing 97 funds for total commitments of around €99 billion between April and early December – LP appetite for the asset class held up well in the pandemic, too. Furthermore, continued deal flow bifurcation will most likely translate to punchy multiples for the foreseeable future. And the same bifurcation in the fundraising market means that the largest players will continue to rake in billions in record time, while less prominent players' searote shows stretch out. So much for the new normal, then, eh? Well, actually, there's definitely a change of foot. First of all, the future remains very uncertain, as we all know, especially when it comes to the true impact of the pandemic on 2020 financials for businesses, whether they're already in portfolios or potential targets. And the pandemic will have introduced, or at the very least, turbocharged changes to the way the industry operates, from sector shifts in terms of origination to the way deals are transacted and funds are raised. So there's certainly a lot to talk about at the end of this year, uh, especially around how these trends play out in different regions of Europe. So today we're taking a deep dive into the UK. It is therefore my pleasure to welcome our reporter covering this all-important market, Catherine Hidalgo. Catherine, thank you very much for being with us today.
0: Thanks for having me, Greg.
1: So can you give us the, uh, the lowdown, the headline figure for, uh, for the UK? How, how was 2020?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The the coronavirus pandemic was, of course, as you said, the headline of the year, and uh, it had a serious impact on activity. With just 21 deals recorded, the second quarter of 2020 saw the lowest number of deals since the first quarter of 2009. So really reflecting that we were thoroughly in a recession, or it certainly looked that way from the stats. Exit activity was also impacted with total realisations for both private equity and venture reaching just 43 in the second quarter of 2020, um, which was actually the lowest level since the second quarter of 1997. So dropped even lower than the GFC there. Uh, The picture for venture is actually much stranger. Um, Venture and growth capital deals had a five year quarterly high in Q2 of 158.00 dropping down to a market standard of about 127 deals. That was quite typical prior to the coronavirus crisis. Um, That was in Q3. And bizarrely now in Q4, um, it's fallen to 59 deals. Now, obviously, Q4 isn't over yet. And, And, you know, we see deals reported in 2021 that, you know, did happen in Q4. But, you know, at this stage, that number could be higher. Um, Perhaps VCs are taking a break from a very few active months, but uh, 2021 should definitely be an interesting year for venture in the UK. Uh, On the flip side of that now, private equity, unlike venture, has seen somewhat of a bounce back in Q4. Uh, So November 2020 saw deal volume in line with monthly figures prior to the crisis with 29 deals compared with just five in March 2020. And the exit market, you know, I I really thought it was almost the end of the exit market earlier in the year. But no, it's certainly been more resilient, certainly been a bounce back. Um, Monthly exit figures have also risen uh, from a low of just 12 realisations in August to 19 in November.
1: And as we all know, uh, from from living in the UK at the moment, it's actually pretty grim in in terms of news and in terms of what's, uh, you know, what's in lockdown, what isn't. Um, So what do you think is driving this bounce back in deal flow right now, where we would expect it to be maybe a little bit trickier?
0: Well, in in private equity, certainly, there's certainly been a lot of pent up demand uh, due to the kind of so-called COVID hiatus. Um, Many GPs took advantage of the lifting of the lockdown to resume on-site diligence and Such things and many firms also felt the need to begin deploying again after a few months of kind of almost total inactivity. Um, Certainly on the small cap side, there are also other drivers, namely the potential for capital gains tax changes. I'm sure as many listeners will know, the Office for Tax Simplification released a report commissioned by Chancellor Sunak on capital gains tax in November Um, among, you know, a a host of other conclusions, the organisation found that the tax, uh, which is currently set at 10% for basic rate taxpayers and 20% for higher rate taxpayers, could actually be doubled if it were brought in line with income tax. So this certainly put a kind of a light under some vendors and um, market. certainly the kind of smaller cap vendors, market participants have said that this is focused on the smaller cap side for sure. And that shows in the stats deals under £50 million saw a spike to 15 deals um, just that one month uh, in November, the highest in the entire year, including January and February 2020. So I think that's quite an interesting stat that shows there the the kind of the effect of the potential changes on CGT. Um, It's important to note that this trend is probably not going to persist for much longer. I was speaking to Phil Adams, the CEO of DCA Altium. And he told me that if, you know, you haven't sort of started a process by now, um, you'll unlikely uh, com- complete before before the budget comes out next year.
1: Yeah, heard pretty similar things from uh, other corporate finance advisors as well. They're obviously very busy in this uh, in this Christmas period to try and get all these deals through. Um, I want to ask you about the, the sort of the flight to quality um, the much talked about flight quality phenomenon that we've been seeing across Europe, uh, you know, focus on, on defensive sectors and even within that, the assets that are really kind of the stars of, of, of what they're doing. Is that taken a hold of in the UK as well?
0: Yeah, I'd I'd say so for sure. Um, especially, uh, you know, that 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 trend has really shown itself, especially um, as most of the kind of turnarounds deal flow that we expected to see after the crisis hasn't emerged, mainly because of the attitudes of banks and governments on lending. So we're seeing very little kind of turnaround deal flow. And that really shines a light on the fact that most of the deal flow that we're seeing is on very kind of high quality recurring revenue businesses. Um, you know we're seeing we've we've seen that in the deal flow things like Charterhouse's purchase of Inflections Lane Clark and Peacock uh, the insurance and pensions consultancy or the purchase of the pet food business NPM which is known to be highly resilient um, by Three I. And truly, a multitude of technology businesses, which i 'll talk about later, but currently i 'm seeing i 'm um, re- reporting on a technology deal daily, if not two or three technology deals um, daily uh, and the 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 interesting thing around that is that the, the the flight to quality has pushed up pricing as well, perhaps for premium assets i 've heard from market participants that pricing may have risen uh, by ten percent year on year. Um, one thing I will note, however, is that if if you are in a COVID resilient sector, you know if you are a manager, a, a management team in a resilient sector, um, acquisitions aren't necessarily a given. So what I mean by that is that GPs have now kind of cottoned onto diligencing businesses while thinking about whether or not that COVID related bump is actually sustainable. Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that one of the market participants that I've been speaking to um, recently said, um, this, this business of investing in particularly COVID resilient sectors isn't necessarily a given. And um, GPs are thinking about whether or not those, those bumps to the financials that they're seeing this year will continue post-COVID.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, Netflix disclaimer, isn't it? They, uh, they actually warned their own investors that they shouldn't expect that every single year, which is uh, which is fair enough. So, where does that leave us as uh, as 2020 draws to a close? What what's on people's minds for 2021? You've mentioned the uh, the CGT potential, CGT hike. Uh, anything else that that people are kind of looking forward to?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I um, I don't know if it's just the market participants that I speak to, but it seems to me that private equity is an extremely positive bunch, um, which is good to hear. Um, there's there's certainly enough capital in the market to to see some serious deployment in 2021. Um, the vaccine is also uh, on people's minds. A, a, a lot of a lot of market participants have said that it's not a driving deal doing yet. Others have said that it, it is already. Um, I know I was speaking to Rupert Howard of 3i and he said uh, that he thought that that um, the vaccine has already started uh, kind of drive driving deal doing and putting um, putting people in kind of positive spirits. Um, in in terms of fundraising, there are a huge number of major name brands in the in the market. Um, a, a lot of them have already held their first close, and and we'll see later final closes. A lot of them have been announcing. Uh, these kind of include uh, BC European Capital Partners, and that's their eleventh fund. That that fund was announced in January twenty twenty with a target of eight point five billion. And a source close to the situation told Unquote. Um, That they'd actually held the first close around 4 billion euros towards the end of the summer in 2020. Um, But, you know, that's that source said that it's going well, that they've got strong momentum and they expect to hold a close in 2021. Uh, A source close to the situation told us also that Palatine 4 is likely to have held a first close already. But um, they've been raising towards a 300 million pound target since August 2019. They've also made one of their investments, but we expect um, that to close in 2021 also got other even larger funds uh, such as Sovereign Capital which delayed their fundraising process for their fifth generation um, fund um, that's targeting about 600 million in May. They're they're actually really hotting up um, deal flow. I've seen a lot of deals from them recently Um, but they are expected to uh, target 450 to 500 million now they're back on the road and they should hold a close in 2021 as well. So there's a lot to to, to look out for, a lot to look forward to um, for those super interested in fundraising. Um, as I said, market participants are very positive. And um, one thing's for sure, there is a lot of capital to deploy. It's just a question of what the, the state of the wider economy will look like.
1: Yes, there is certainly that element of unknown around uh, the true impact of COVID-19 on a number of businesses out there. Uh, But that said, I think what we're hearing from deal doers and advisors as well is uh, the the quality of of deal flow, never mind the volume. But the quality is is definitely up compared to uh, what it was just a few months ago. And that's certainly not something that we're hearing even just before the summer. So thank you very much, Kat, for that whistle-stop tour of what's been happening in the UK and what we're expecting for for the weeks ahead. And thank you very much, listener, for tuning in, of course. We hope you're enjoying that series of regional podcasts and there will be more to come from us before the end of the year. And of course, for all your news and analysis needs, head over to Unquote.com. Thank you very much, and we'll speak to you soon.